What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. The Black Health Academy is an on-demand membership site whose job is to eradicate the most common chronic diseases we see in our community. Diseases such as obesity, type 2 diabetes, autoimmune disease, hypertension, high cholesterol, mental health issues. Our mission at the Black Health Academy is to make sure that our people is getting service for us by us. Um, at all costs. So make sure you tune in to the Black Health Academy, log on to the website, check out the platform. We offer a free seven day trial so you can get immersed in the content. We have on demand workout videos, plant based nutrition recipe videos, we have mental health, and of course, our master classes. So again, that's the blackhealthacademy.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'll be your host and founder of the Black Health Academy, Miss Lisa A. Smith, joined as always with my super dope co host, Miss get fit with jay the one and only sober miss get fit with jay <laughs> i gotta make, make you sound like, like i had a problem oh yeah i gotta make Who's, you sound like a bumbling drunk. right right <laughs> like wait wait explain explain to the good people what's going on here what's really going on is i don't even think we told them that we no, decided to do a dry july because i wasn't going to do it at first remember i was adamant about not doing it. i'm like i'm not doing that with you it's fourth of july my <laughs> birthday too much going on in july i'm not doing the dry july so basically Dry July. Well, I what is Dry July? It, was, it started off with just not drinking any alcohol at all. Right. But it kind of morphed into, into some nonsense. And now you got me being good on all type of levels. I just so, want to not drink. Yeah, so we're not drinking. That's the dry part. Um, but then we kind of up-leveled, if, if you will. So we, we, we wanted to do the mindset piece, too. So I was right. like, well, you know what? Let's kind of controls maybe some of those things that you just is a knee-jerk reaction how you know like for me for instance when I see someone eating something really really bad I instantly think in my head something kind of negative like why are they you know and instead of I want to like reroute my thoughts yes. process into like you know maybe that's a cheat meal for them or maybe they were raised differently and they have no instead of being so judgmental right right so that's what I'm also doing for July what are you doing oh and no fried foods Right, you weren't doing fried foods. Um, I was gonna try and give up all sugar because mm-hmm. I don't eat a lot of sugar. But what was it like? Okay, like our my no bake cookies, or you know, you make the muffins. Usually, I'll make them with like dates or honey or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. So no, um, no sugar for sure. So you're then, you're considering honey and and dates and stuff like part yeah, of. I don't want any of that stuff. So what did you make the no bake cookies with this to make it sweet? Honey. What? <laughs> <laughs> Because remember, I asked you. <laughs> that was so confusing. Because remember, I asked you. Could I, I'm like, I guess I had finally made up my mind. <laughs> but that was the initial. <laughs> that was so cool. That was so cool. Like, I gave up. Just did that, that. Honey, blah, blah, blah. So would you make them good, delicious cookies we just ate with? Oh, 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 oh honey. <laughs> They were honey. Oh, you know. so you're saying like the the plan. Right. Initially. That was the plan. Right. I mean, dry July all day with the alcohol. That's the easy part. Um, I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, I can't believe how easy it is. I mean, yeah, we're it is. only it's, eight it's super, days. It's super easy. No, yeah. but we've already hurdled what, because you and I were together for 4th of July with Tiff. Right. right. And Tiff had her a drink. She's like, I'm working too hard on this party. Right. Uh-uh. <laughs> she been, I don't she, think she even knew about dry July, though. She didn't. She yeah. didn't know about yeah, July. Yeah. No, well, she found that probably that day, and she was like, "Oh, you know, have fun, ladies." Right. You know, right. <laughs> I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Right. Exactly. Um, but 
you know, we were together that day, mm-hmm. and uh, we just sat around the fire and you know played Connect Four and everything, right. and just had a just good old clean wholesome time. A good time. Thank you for the Fourth of July tip. That was really dope. Um, so I mean, you know, Dry July was just start off mostly about alcohol, and for and I think for both of us, it's more a lesson in discipline than it is that I drink too much, right? It, it for me, it's just I always try and put a challenge in my life that challenges mm-hmm. me challenges me on something just to make sure that at any given moment I can drop whatever I need to drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just to expose any weaknesses that you may have. Because I remember when we did a challenge of no no takeout of any kind. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Not this year. It was a few years ago when there was no. And if you ate takeout or if I did, we both had to tack on like five more days to yep. the challenge. The no and that was really was hard. Was hard. Yeah, it was. It was very, very hard because I remember a client brought you some cookies you remember that brought you some something from a bake shop or something like that and you text me like okay i'm sorry she brought me some fresh cookies we're gonna have to tack on five more days i'm like wait no wait <laughs> so we did that but then after that it was like smooth sailing we just didn't touch it and then it strengthens you you, you know you in that way because yes. you don't it becomes a habit after a certain amount of time like why would i do go back into that like you say i'm not going to detox to retox exactly so yeah, I, I love the challenges, especially the ones that truly challenge you. But the alcohol is, um, it's really not a challenge. It's really not a challenge. Um, and I, a friend of mine is uh, having a, a, an event Tuesday, and she said, Lisa, you should come, you know, just stop by for a second if you can. At least have a shot with us or something. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's dry July for me. I won't be drinking. But, you know, if, if, I'm, free, if I'm free, I'll totally come. And she was like, okay, cool, no problem. She was like, yeah, me and my husband do that too. What? Why they do it? so much hardcore so much more hardcore she's like both of our birthdays are in uh november so you know about 10 days apart so we celebrate our birthdays her birthday is november 19th mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like so we celebrate our birthdays and then we don't have another drink until april 1st what wow what did you just hit us with like a dry five or six months yeah <laughs> Absolutely. I'm thinking I'm doing something with a dry July. Right, yeah, I'm going to knock these little 30 days, right. 31 day, whatever. You know how and I do. She's like, oh, yeah, we, do, we literally do that every year. It's a tradition. We turn up for birthday, and we don't touch any more alcohol until April 1st. I said, wow. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. cool. Yeah, I like that. You I know, like that a lot. Yeah, me too. So, and I know since you and I have been talking about dry July, you was like, I might do this a couple times a year or something. Yeah, I'm gonna do it a few. The longest stretch I've ever went without being pregnant is uh, 50 days. I think okay. I did that last year. Um, I did 50 days, but I know, and then usually it's like a couple times a year. I'd be like, I'm not gonna drink for 30 days, but I think this time I might do the whole. I may only drink a couple times a month, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna think of it because I like the, even if it's a glass or two of wine, it I can feel the difference in my body. Yeah, I could just feel yeah. it. You I totally just feel can. More tired, more like I'm gonna lay there longer, more less energetic. Uh, you know, and it may be how you always say. You know, you can feel that sugar. You know, you can feel I that can. sugar. I can tell the impacts of sugar right away. All refined sugar. So yeah, I definitely stay off, stay off the refined sugar. That I don't have much. I'm gonna do for life. You know, the honey, the dates, whatever. But refined sugar, it's just the devil, 100. percent Oh, and then real quick update. Update us really quickly on um, trying to take your lunch along. So a couple ep- episodes back, you 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 asked us about <laughs> struggling with. How to right, tell yeah. your coworkers that you don't want to be bothered for at least your lunch hour? 
Okay, so what I started doing now that it's warmer, you know, I I just I've been leaving. I went um, one day and because my kids, you know, are on summer vacation, so I went actually home, well, and got them well, and then walked with them with the dog. Okay, like I went and got them, and they, you know, got the dog, and we went for a walk one, you know, one day. Or sometimes I I found a picnic bench up the street, and I just go sit alone. Mm-hmm. And I'd like run errands like I'm like I have an hour or so or whatever I can go get my nails done so it, it just all depends but yeah I've been like really really trying to just be by myself because I just need to decompress I don't want to yes. talk or entertain anyone at this moment yes um but you know I've still been taking my 15 minute break with my um my friend at work but what's funny about that is that uh you know how you was like you need to just say stuff and not having you explain or right or just be firm. Yes. So uh, it's a 22 year old who she just loves. She calls me her work mom and all this stuff, and she's sweet. I love her. Um, but my friend at work who I take my break with, she's 37, mm-hmm. and she and I always take our breaks together. You know, and we share really personal information back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so the 22-year-old, she's tried to, like, catch us going on break. Like, I knew you guys were on break. I didn't see you walk around. I didn't see you. And so the last time we were walking, and she's like, you guys just never invite me to break. And I, and I was like, you're 22 years old. I'm not taking my break with a 22. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not doing that. There's nothing we don't have. I like you as a person, but I'm not trying to ha- chill with a 22-year-old. Ageism. I Age, like I, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, ageism all day. I don't want. You're an ageist. I'm, a, I'm definitely an ageist. I'm <laughs> definitely an ageist. I respect all ages. Think I can learn from all ages. You have things that you could teach me. I can teach you. But when it comes to just kicking it in my downtime, I don't want it to be with a 22 year old. <laughs> I love it. Nah, nope. So <laughs> she looks like taken aback, like and sad. That, that see, that's why I can't. You know, not and hurt your feelings. Look at you. So I mean, okay. So you told her that directly. Yeah. So you still take the lunch with the 37-year-old? I haven't been because I haven't been there. Like, I used to go when it was a little cooler. We used to go into the break room and stuff. Together. But no, I've just been going off on my own. So, now, oh, now you actually leave the whole building. And right. So that's how you get out of it. Right. Oh, okay. You slick. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you still ain't had... Okay. Yeah, I still haven't had a... Um, Heart to heart, like, yeah, I just want to be alone. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, speaking of ageist, ageism, foodism. So, guys, um, when someone's making a change in their health and starting to eat cleaner, mm-hmm. explain to me why we then feel like we have permission to insult somebody's food. You know, because I had a client who. She's like, Lisa, I was in a break room with my plant-based meal, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a big salad with this, that, and my boss, this, you know, she's like, this white man came over and looked at my food and was like, ugh, that looked too healthy, and walked away. Now, are we allowed to come up to you when you're eating your fried burger or your chicken and fries or your macaroni and cheese and soul food and be like, ugh, I like you're going to drop dead tomorrow? Like, why... Why is it okay for you to insult somebody's food when it's healthy? <laughs> Ugh, what's that? It's green. Like, why Why is that okay? You know why? Because it's the um, perceived notion that if you're doing healthy food or if you're slim or if you're married or if you are a homeowner, like, if you have something that most people strive to get, that people feel comfortable, they feel openly, like, downing it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, when people say, 
I'll never want to be that small it, it, because so many people want to be small. So they feel comfortable because it's not, um, they don't feel like it's, um, do you get what I'm trying to say? I do. I don't have the right words, but it's like, if you, if I was to say something like, look at your big self everybody will gag <gasps> what because so many people are struggling to try to lose weight so many people are struggling to try to eat healthy so someone feels comfortable just saying oh, i can never eat that healthy but if you are walking up to someone saying oh i don't like the oh god look at that fat right, i can I know, never eat that i, I can almost see the trans fat in your you know it, clogging your arteries then you will become uh, obnoxious because most people want to eat healthy so i it, i don't know it's, it's like a double, a double standard, standard that it's we a need double to standard yeah well i just wanted to you know do a psa and tell people when someone's trying to make that change in their life don't insult them it is an insult and i want to clear that up it really is an insult it is. you know and 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 this poor woman she's now like lisa so i get my food out and i try and go be alone or sit somewhere else or don't eat with them you mm-hmm. don't even know how you isolate people when they try and make those choices i've had that twice from a client uh, from two different clients another client recently told me she went on vacation with a group of friends she's the only one who's plant-based in the group she's the only one who exercises regularly so here she is on vacation i think they were in jamaica and she's exercising every morning mm-hmm. she's still eating you know trying to eat healthy mm-hmm. and she doesn't drink so everyone else on in the group will insult her you you just a health nut mm-hmm. why you why you being so you know you on vacation mm-hmm. live a little mm-hmm. what makes you're not you gonna gu- live forever you yeah yeah what definitely. makes you guys think that us working out on vacation or still wanting to eat you know healthy meals means we're not enjoying ourselves it, like it's such a chore right you know? why is vacation synonymous with bad you know unhealthy behavior all good times are synonymous with bad and unhealthy all good times your birthday is associated as a kid with birthday cake and, and dairy sugar and dairy and and some pizza and, and pop and and all these different things you get older as an adult your birthday is now synonymous with drinking alcohol and probably hanging out too late and and doing things of that nature and if you go on vacation just binging out on unhealthy food right why would you work out day, on vacation why would you work out just taking a break from all the even if you had healthy behaviors at home you go any any type of act thanksgiving stuffing yourself until you can't even walk straight eating all these different pies and cakes eating all these different for what like why why is every single thing we're supposed to celebrate associated with just unhealthy i'm gonna even be obnoxious and say alarming behavior shocking frankly <laughs> Quite it frankly. really is like come on now and that that's you know what that made me think like that's so cool that we created our own vacation that is actually does i know the fit trip, fit trip yeah 2018 coming up in uh, i love October. that we kept that going man i'm me so too. super excited and i love telling people about it too me too you know and hopefully they can you know maybe craft their own little fit trip or yeah, whatever because we have a good time and you know we we eat french fries on our fit trip but we work out every day we usually go hiking or do some type of activity um, last year we went to the like the outdoor jungle gym mm-hmm. and climbed in the trees and stuff and the cat and the um, tightrope that was so scary that was <laughs> and hard very hard and very difficult yeah totally so I- I'm so gra- glad that we created the fit trip yeah but I-, I just want I want the foodism to stop you know I want the anyism to stop that 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 you that you aren't familiar with and that you can't relate to and. But it okay, so we're also to blame though. You know how I say when I have the the shake 
or whatever I want people to like want it or like it because I tried to do the same thing with you and Taj and, and mm-hmm. Mina with my new pet mm-hmm. sending y'all pictures knowing y'all don't like cats mm-hmm. like I want y'all to accept some this new thing in my life right. knowing that y'all ain't there so I had to stop myself I'm like Jay you cannot you can't make them like kittens or cats. They they never have. You're going to have to find, just like you have to find your vegan health tribe, you're going to have to find people who like kittens and cats. Right, now. right. So we That we little have, monster looks <laughs> like a nightmare. And I'm not accepting any more negative talk of my um, new pet. <laughs> right. Now. No petism. No petism. He's a part of the family. Milo is part of the family now. But I'm like. Milo. I thought that was wonder. I changed it because people kept making jokes. Oh, because he was wondering. You wonder, should you still keep him? I'm like, no, I want him to have a um, nice so name. a corny ass <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that happened. So the pet's name now was Milo. Milo, yes, and I like it. I like a, a more of a name name versus wonder. I never, I didn't name him that. The previous person named said that. But you had a collar? No, I didn't. Okay, so did I tell you the story with the kid? I just said it was living in front of your house. It was with his mom. He's a kitten. So apparently the granddaughter of my next door neighbor was moving out of town and they dropped. The the husband tried to make it seem like, oh, no, these cats, because, you know, the kids were going gaga over the cats. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, these cats just jumped into our truck and we just brought them here and this, this, and that. And the story wasn't adding up. I'm like, why would... He bring them here. Like, what is here to you? Who are you? Because I thought he was just a person that was uh, dropping these chairs off to this person that lives next door. Uh-huh. Come to find out, this was his um, mother. He was moving to Louisiana. Okay, okay. And they pretty much just got rid of the cats and just let them go free. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so she told him to bring them in front of here. Somebody probably would grab them, you know. Which they did. Which they did. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> which I did. But um, the fact that he was too ashamed to say these were my cats and, you know, because I was one, the mother had on the collar, the kitten didn't. So, yeah. So, that's how I found out the name was Wonder because it was their, their cats. Okay. Yeah. Now it's Milo. Now it's Milo. Okay. A nice, respectable name. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, the point is we, we have got to stop wanting people to, 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 to clap for us. You know, we got to stop trying to make people like what we like too. And accept it. And accept it. You know, just like when we got natural, it's all the same when I got natural hair. Some people did not embrace it. No. They didn't like, they don't, and they still don't. That's true. And that's fine. But the thing is, you have to stop the negative comments and I got to stop. Do you like this hairstyle? Does this food look good to you? Like we equally have to fall back. Yes. Equally. Yes. Yeah. You stop judging my plate and I need to stop asking you to like, at right. least try it. At least try, try it. Yeah. Soliciting yeah, like, validation from you. Right. Like, so, no. Soliciting validation. It should be a whole topic um, because that is really, really, that, that actually touches very heavily on one of the things we're going to talk about today, which right. is body image. Mm-hmm. Right. That soliciting of validation. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to table it for one second. And delve into our driven segment. So, shout out to one of our listeners. She reached out to us and asked us our opinion on Dr. Sebi. So, mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about Dr. Sebi today in our driven segment and some of the things that he says and recommends and give our opinion on it. Um, so, thank you so much, listener. And that brings me to our new segment that I got to talk about before we talk about Dr. Sebi, which is Comco Community Coaching. So, I'm <laughs> so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, guys, check this out. 
what one of the ways that I give back at my first company professionally fit is by offering a quarterly scholarship so every quarter we take on a client complimentary for three months and coach them towards weight loss personal training uh, and one-on-one nutritional coaching and psychological and emotional wellness coaching and so I was thinking when I started the Black Health Academy how do we want Mm -hmm. to give back and I could not quite figure out I'm like should we have you know ask other people to sponsor some memberships for some people who can't afford it or right. how should we do this thing and, and that might be coming but one of the ways that we want to start giving back here at the Black Health Academy is by offering live community coaching here online on the podcast so what that means is you would put in a request tell us what your issue is you know is it weight loss is it plant-based nutrition is it water is it motivation is it discipline um are you struggling with depression or anxiety is it you know relationships in your life that are stopping you from being able to tackle this is it type 2 diabetes is it lupus whatever it is with regard to health whether it's physical or mental we want to know and if you don't mind hopping on a call with us going into detail about what what your issue is Um, then we don't mind offering our coaching with you for free. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can go to theblackhealthacademy.com forward slash podcast. And right there, you'll see uh, the new segment called Comco, short for community coaching. And click on that link and submit your request. And and maybe you just want our opinion on something like, hey, you know, I heard, you know, this apple cider vinegar, I've been doing it. What do you think about it? But, you know, if it's a a short question like that, that that might be better off for email. We want somebody who has some issues, mm-hmm. right? Something that you've been trying to tackle for a while and you can't seem to nail it down. That is going to be our Comco segment. So you will call in and live on the show if you don't mind being a little transparent. And we'll discuss beforehand, you know, how deep into the issue you want to go. But we're going to use our expertise. Jay and I both have been coaching for upwards of like four four years now, both certified plant-based nutrition, plant-based, or excuse me, personal trainers. Um, and so we've been doing this forever. So we would love to help you. So that's Comco. Um, and this new segment was inspired again by a listener who recently reached out to us and wanted to know our opinion on Dr. Sebi. So let's do it. So this our driven segment is where we highlight someone in the black community who has made a significant impact on health and wellness. And during today's segment, we're going to highlight Dr. Sebi. Now, I think he is so dope, Jay, because one of his biggest life accomplishments. Now, he's he's been known for um, curing AIDS, mm-hmm. blindness, sickle cell anemia, paralysis, um, all of these autoimmune diseases. And many, many people doubt him. And I think you do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so what I think is interesting about his story, though, is that in the 1980s, I think it was around 1985, mm-hmm. he was arrested for practicing medicine without a license. Right. In New York. And he went to court and the judge said, and he represented himself. That's that's really important. <laughs> so he did not get a lawyer. He represented himself. And, you know, the judge said, you've you're out here telling people because he put an ad out in a new york post or the new york times one prominent newspaper mm-hmm. and said i can cure aids i can cure blindness i can cure paralysis sickle cell all these different diseases mm-hmm. and he had the ad in there for two years from 1985 to 1987 
And of course, you know, all these people like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So finally, law enforcement got involved <laughs> and was like, you can't be out here telling people that you can cure all these diseases. Right. And that's when they arrested them. And here we are in court. Right. So the judge is like, prove it. You know, right. Right. She said there were there were nine different ailments that he said he cured. The judge said, I want you to bring one person from each of those ailments in here to court with documentation from their physicians from our um medical field you know my mm-hmm. our hospitals and stuff saying that they've been cured or they don't have this they once had it and they don't okay she said bring nine people he bought 77 what and won the case and he was the first person at about i think it was 2100 previous people had um got arrested for practicing medicine without license he's the first person to win okay because yes Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And 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 so my question to you is, do you really believe there's incurable diseases? Yes. Yes, I do. But I believe you can, like, cure your symptoms. I can believe you can live, like Magic Johnson, you know. Okay. He has not reversed HIV. However, he has got the, you know, all the things that trigger symptoms whatever however he's doing it down to where it's barely detectable and doesn't affect his life at all okay so i the the whole reverse the word reverse that's what bothers that's me. Your, your issue that's my issue i 100 percent stand behind his diet his method being able to get you just with hiv now of course but with diabetes and all these other things blindness as well i believe it but HIV and AIDS, I don't believe that he can, he reverse reversing it. But I do believe that he has got um, the symptoms down to non detectable. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Yeah, and you believe he can just reverse it and cure it. Yes. Okay. So Doctor Sebi believes, which I've heard other people say, that there's only one disease. Okay. And that's a break in the uh, mucous membrane. Okay. okay. So basically all disease stems from mucus, right? Now, one thing I know for sure is that mucus is the number one carrier of disease in our bodies, mm-hmm. right? I've said that for a long time in all my lectures. So Dr. Sebi said there's only one disease and that's a break in the mucus membrane. So, you know, for example, asthma, whatever, is mucus in the lungs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, blindness is mucus you know, in the eyes, bronchi. So he said HIV and AIDS is nothing but mucus in the lymphatic system. Mm-hmm. Okay. So rid the body of the mucus, mm-hmm. the disease will go away. Rid the body of the mucus in that system of the body and the disease will go away. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, Dr. Sebi believes that you should only eat plants, mm-hmm. right, that are, um, that are not hybrids. Right. Right. And that um, starch, this is a really, really big one. Starch is a man-made food. Mm-hmm. So that's your rice, that's your beans. There's only one potato, he said, that's not man-made. Um, and so all of that is starch, is sugar. It creates mucus. Now, what I do know is that in addition to meat and dairy, sugar creates mucus in our right. bodies. Right? So even people who believe they're still eating healthy, mm-hmm. and they're, but they're eating the plants and then but they might have potatoes they might have rice 
beans, all of these different. That's all start. That all converts to sugar. Right. So he says, get rid of all of right. that. And in addition, in addition to some herbs, like your burdock root, mm-hmm. in addition mm-hmm. to a lot of different Yeah, I plants. saw the list of fruits and vegetables that, that are allowed. And, and I was part of his group for a long time, maybe a couple of years, mm-hmm. um, just seeing what's allowed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was just this whole thing with, it just seemed very cultish to me, almost. Mm-hmm. Dr. Sebi allowed, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, for those of us who aren't trying to reverse the illness, who, who aren't diabetic, blind, or whatever, for me personally, I believe, and maybe I'm just not there yet, as with anything. Maybe I'm just not at that point where right. I want to be this strict and be this strategic. Yes. Um, but I just feel like it, it just, the limitations are a bit much to me. Yes. And I, yeah, and I get it. And so I think it's a matter of not being on that level yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can totally, I can totally see where. Because that's the exact same way people feel about a plant-based diet. Exact same way. That's exactly how I felt about going vegan from vegetarian. Yeah, so exactly. I, I probably just haven't, I haven't reached that level where I'm like, okay, well, I'm already, I don't eat cheese. I don't eat meat. I don't. And that's extreme to people. It was extreme to me. Yeah. So, so I know that it's going to take maybe, you know, I went from vegetarian and then, then. I believe it was two and a half years later I became vegan. Yeah. So maybe in another couple of years or whatever, or or a phone call from you putting your foot down, talking about, <laughs> listen, we need to make our bodies more alkaline. <laughs> and I'm doing it and so are you. <laughs> that, that's the possibility. Might be tomorrow. I don't know. You I'm talking about a couple of years. Right. I don't know when that no, phone call. I'm not going to let you wait that long. Baby. Right, uh-huh. right, right. So, you know. Right, it, so, yeah, because Dr. Sebi believes, like you said, an alkaline diet, right? He And, and this I, it made so much sense to me, right? Because he sells food, right? He talks about feeding your cells. And mm-hmm. I've said on numerous occasions that you have to give your cells the raw materials they need to thrive, mm-hmm. right? What he said about hybrid food. So there's a lot of debate about, he says, like spinach, broccoli, cauliflower, garlic are Mm -hmm. all carrots, are Mm -hmm. all hybrid foods. Right. And we Mm -hmm. shouldn't be consuming them. That's also people listen to us and say plants, no meat, no dairy, no refined sugar. Then you come in and say, and out of the vegetables, you can't eat these. Right. Right. That sounds so like too much extreme for a lot of people. But those hybrid foods. He said they're not molecularly complete. Mm-hmm. Now, to somebody else, that sentence means like... So, it's almost the equivalent of eating these vitamins. Exactly. You mean like a store of all yeah. multivitamins or right. something? Right, yeah. How they're, like you said, they're not bioavailable to our body. You so, they're I mean? not molecularly complete. Right. right. They're not, it's not bioavailable to our bodies. Right. So, my question then becomes... Unbelievable. My question then becomes, okay, it's not bioavailable to our bodies, but then is it harmful? Right. Yeah, right, 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 right. So, you know how you say, okay, I drink a gallon of water, right? Correct. Science says you need eight, you need eight cups of water. Right. New, new modern day advice is you don't need eight cups. You just need to drink enough water just to be hydrated. So, basically... You can drink this gallon and it's good for you. Mm-hmm. But what happens if I don't? Is it bad for me? You get what I mean? So, and the question is, yes, it is. If you don't drink enough water, yes, it is bad for you. 
But see, they they're disagreeing with that at this point. Not enough. enough no, what enough? That's what I'm saying. Drinking enough to be you don't necessarily need a gallon. And they're saying eight eight cups is not even the truth anymore. That's what. Oh yeah, saying. no, I agree. Eight cups ain't never been the truth. It doesn't even make sense that everybody in the world can be satisfied right, with the exact cups, same amount. You weigh four hundred. You weigh a hundred pounds, but we yeah, both need the same amount enough. of hydration. Exactly. That's never made sense. And also, it it, it never fluctuates through seasons. You need the same amount of cups of water in in July as you do in in December when our bodies are doing totally different things. Agreed. However, back to uh, Dr. Sebi's, what I'm saying is that, you know, is the absence of this diet, is the absence of living your life in this fashion, does that by default make you less healthy? Or is it just something that you can do to just have optimal, optimal, optimal health? You you know? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Why isn't optimal, optimal to go? Why is the bar set so low? You know how we say the absence of disease is not the presence of health. It's the same thing. Like, so are we saying, I feel good, I'm disease free, I can go ahead and eat as much starch as I want. I can go ahead and eat, you know, hybrid things or seedless fruits. Like, because I believe that optimal health, you will only get it if this diet doesn't make you mentally crazy if i try to apply this diet right now i think it would stress me right now Mm -hmm. i just have so much going on and other things on the table that i'm trying to figure out Mm -hmm. i don't want to chase seedless fruit right now i don't want to you know maybe when things slow down because if i did this now optimal health may not be that because now it's stressing me out right Mm -hmm. so you know just like at a point where you're like okay you need to or like how we recommend, I don't care what's going on in your life. You need to exercise. I don't recommend that for everyone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to just sit down, relax, and just think. Because sometimes you may be going through a heart and just trying to get to the gym or do that. It may stress you out more than or put more harm on you. Like, I got to get, I got to. So, it, I think it all depends. So, it may not give me the optimal health right now because it would irritate me too much right yes. now. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's not a priority right now because you got other things that you're trying to work through. And right. And so when it becomes a priority... You will revisit it. May, yeah, maybe I will revisit it. Or not. Or not. Because if Dr. Sebi's, he's all, okay, if you're already vegan, if you're already vegan, mm-hmm. all, I have a problem with not, him not having beans. If you go into this protein thing, I swear to God, we end in this podcast right now. No, no, I'm not going into the protein thing. Oh, I was about to say. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to keep it so cool on the podcast. Like, why are you keeping it cool? Because I'm about, I'm, I swear to God, my hand almost just went. <laughs> like, no, Jay, they don't know you abusive. Okay, <laughs> that look you just gave me was so annoying. <laughs> um, because you think beans are really healthy. I, I no, I love. Yeah, I think beans are healthy, and I love beans. And I love right. So right, that's like us telling people. It's, I, it's so equivalent to us telling people not to eat chicken. No, it is not. No, to people who love chicken. Yes, it is. No, because, because, where have you heard? People think chicken is healthy, Jay. People think chicken is healthy. Everybody in the world say, I don't eat red meat. I don't eat, I gave up the beef and pork a long time ago. They eat, they, no, they think chicken is healthy. People believe. No, I'm not disputing that. And there's, you know, did I tell you about the, the girl who worked at Whole Foods versus the regular grocery store breaking out? 
And she worked in the meat department? <laughs> no. So, she worked in the meat department at a regular, like, maybe, like, Kroger or something. Okay. Dealing with the meat, you know, and it, no matter what, even though you wear a jacket, it, it, the juice gets on you. She said she would always be welted up. Her arms, everything would be wel- welted and everything. From, from the dyes and all of that, steroids oh and all that. Gosh. But when she started working at Whole Foods, she said she wasn't breaking out or anything because of She that. was also working in the meat department? She was also working in the meat department. But she was working with the things that they say, you know, diet-free, hormone-free. Cleaner um, meat. Cleaner meat. So it's really real. So I, I do believe you can eat meat. In a healthy way, mm-hmm. like back in the day, like when they used to just have the far, the pig. I mean, not the pigs. Ooh, sorry, forgive me, y'all. Mm-hmm. When they used to have the cows just grazing and the chickens their own, you know what I mean? It's just the way that these things are being raised now. And and then the amount. Come on now, y'all got a whole plate. Remember that guy at the barbecue? Just a whole plate, plate of, of meat. meat. Nothing. There's else a either. way to. There's definitely a way. It's supposed to be in the middle of your palm. Y'all got uh, enough for four, five people. I mean, there's a, definitely a way to eat Agreed. meat. But we're just not this is not applying that but as far as the beans are concerned yeah it's it's gonna take a minute for me to feel like that makes up a huge uh portion of your diet it does right in in so many different ways okay so you you're you're analyzing dr sabi from a very personal from a very per you making it about you and i i think we should you should have looked at it just more of whether or not general. you're willing to do it or not doesn't in matter. general for the general population yes, yes if you apply this diet to your life how well can it affect you yes. and how much more optimal health can you have right because i think when we put our own whether or not i would do it right now for different reasons on it it kind of skews right the outcome okay well if i'm going from that point of view then i believe that it's 100 percent beneficial 100 percent beneficial um i agree just the limiting of certain things from your diet that has been modified and all these different things and you're going to things with seeds in them that you know no gmos and all that thing you know it's just and not without all that starch yes. and, and and like you were saying earlier not thinking of in, in the in the in the way of macro micronutrients right. that way that we've been programmed yes. to kind of think yes. we're just thinking on just a holistic standpoint i'm going to eat a healthy meal yes. this is this is a healthy meal i have this and i have that and this whole portrait is just healthy not that i hit my micros on my you know macro right do i have enough protein is this enough right fat? what about carbs is this too many carbs we i remember uh i went to go see dr t colin campbell do a lecture and he coined this phrase called reductionism, mm-hmm. the reductionist uh, way of practicing medicine. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do um, when they practice medicine. Like, like when a doctor is a, oh, is a cardiologist and then another doctor is a podiatrist and another doctor is a gynecologist, right? That's the reductionist method of practicing medicine because they focus only on their specialty, mm-hmm. right? And so the cardiologist will say, oh, I can't treat that. I'm going to have to refer you to an oncologist for that. I'm going to have to mm-hmm. refer you mm-hmm. to, right? And so nobody is communicating with one another. And so even though you need to treat the whole person and the whole body, you're treating your portion of, your portion <laughs> of the body mm-hmm. that you went to school for but not realizing what you do here to my heart is going to impact my brain but now you're telling me you know Mm -hmm. i need to go see a neurologist right and so 
that's the same way we begin to look at food and nutrition and I think it's very very unhealthy we're practicing a reductionist method of looking at food so like you said instead of looking at the whole plate we're like okay this is doing this for me just the right. um, example that I gave earlier what's a nut is are nuts a fat or a protein right some people say one of each and so if we look at nuts and be like all right I had protein today but I haven't had any healthy fats I haven't mm-hmm. had any carbs mm-hmm. if we look at beans and be like all right that was my protein but I haven't had carbs well that was also your starch right you know and so everything has everything in it like everything has protein carbs and fats like you're gonna get that stuff from everything and so I think I want people to understand that you shouldn't itemize your plate like that and we don't want you to itemize your diet because now we look up and we have this horrible unhealthy relationship with food yeah I agree with you I agree it's gonna take a lot of like we said unlearning yes deconditioning that unlearning it's hard it's tough yeah it really really is is, but really if the goal is to evolve and get better and to learn more and apply it, you know, application is everything, not just knowing it. I've been knowing about Dr. Sebi for a long time now. Never once thought I would even think about it because it just, like I said, it would just seem so restrictive. But you can't stay at the same place. Okay, right. I'm vegan. Right. Um. Okay, now what? Right. You know what I mean? Like, And just like from vegetarianism to veganism to being a carnivore, restrictive is subjective. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because people think we're real restrictive. We can't eat nothing at Thanksgiving uh, or in a traditional Thanksgiving household. And we walk in like, oh, we good. We got. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but everybody else, like, you out your mind if you think I'm not. Right, I'm about to dive into this mac and cheese. <laughs> to this ham, to this dressing with all the meat on it, with all these greens, with all the ham hocks. Like, so it, it's always subjective. So as long as you're constantly, long as you're not standing still in this health mm-hmm. journey, right? Mm-hmm. So it's okay to not be there yet mm-hmm. but always be willing to still know the information or get educated or hear those opinions and not say that I've done enough this is where I'm going to stop I stop eating red meat I stop, eat, stop eating beef and pork and then that's where you draw the line like keep tr- keep trying to yeah you know and I mean? you know how um, I always brag about how I haven't been sick since I've been vegan like what could I say if I did exactly that? like I never I don't know. Like, I've never had a bump since I... Oh, I never... Or for you, oh my God, I can't believe how patient I am and I concentrate now on just one task and I'm not a busybody. I never saw myself... First of all, first first of all... Uh, no examples? First, no no personal examples. <laughs> Who sorry, do you think you are? I'm sorry, did you take that as an attack? Uh, I did. <laughs> and I'm not a busybody. <laughs> oh, my bad. Okay. Uh, we should probably move on. Uh, thank you, Dr. Sebi. Um, you, yeah, driven sex. You lost your home. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay. So, I mean, yeah, I, I agree a lot with what Dr. Sebi says, and I respect him highly. Um, I, I do believe that he is quite accurate, especially from just a feed your, your sales. You're on the cellular level. We're made up of trillions of cells um, that die in, and regenerate uh, months at a time. And so it's really important that you, you understand that you really are what you eat. And so as long as you are not just listening to the information but you can apply something you can apply something a little bit at a time it doesn't have to be all at once but don't be one of those people who just know everything and don't don't do anything so uh, that's our take on dr sebi i hope that was helpful thank you so much um to the young lady who reached out and asked our opinion on him i hope that was beneficial and oh jay you said um 
one thing you wanted to do was actually try it and then come back with an even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to try it for maybe a month. Okay. Okay, that's a long enough time. No. Yeah. I do. Let's start with a month. I mean, let's not even try and. Okay. Well, first we have to find out where because everybody think Whole Foods is the answer, but. Even when I get organic bananas, it's the seeds are just I don't know. I mean we're gonna do some research. We might have to go to the treehouse and farmington, and, you know. Yeah, go where, to the yeah, go to the real herbs. Go to the real deal. And, yeah, because I find these different that things. Sea moss, that moringa, right. we need all of that, those sea vegetables. Yeah. He said spirulina is a mm-hmm. hybrid. We shouldn't be doing spirulina. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, we're me and Jay decided that we're gonna take a month and and really go through and try and stick to Dr. Sebi's list and then we'll be able to even have a yeah. real a yeah. real because I still eat starch, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll and we'll have a real some real feedback for you. So look look forward to that coming up this year. Have we done wait what yet? No, we haven't done wait what. Okay, I gotta wait what. Oh, we hit it, hit it. So, did you know the life expectancy went down two years overall? Yeah, or specifically for Black people? No, overall due to obesity and and medications, drug and alcohol. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? It went down. Stop it. Yeah, two years. Two years is being shaved off from foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy because, you know, black people have a lower life expectancy than... Well, you know, our, with our lower life expectancy, take it two years off us and then their higher life take two years. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. So now we just really... Yeah. Because uh, uh, the black man has the lowest life expectancy in the country. Damn. Dang. Out of every demographic. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> yes, it is crazy. And so um, it makes me really sad to even think of that, that the life expectancy overall for America, Americans. Mm-hmm. Americans. Yeah, for Americans. Um, drug, alcohol, obesity, and medication. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yep, that happened. I was like, wow. And what's so funny is that I felt real exempt. Like, damn, I'm sorry to hear that, y'all, for about <laughs> A real example, like dang, y'all better get that life insurance. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like I ain't even in America. I, I'm like, I'm not a part of y'all in this. In this <laughs> obesity, medication, drugs, and alcohol. You don't get out of here. All these things you got control over. Shoot, they ain't like they because they're not like you know the environment, pollution, things that you're like. Well, dang, right. I, you know, right. No. Yeah, it's way too much. Um, one of the things you, you want to talk about, which I think is really, really good, is uh, our non-negotiables. Let's touch on that really quickly because we're a little flimsy out here with our with our health goals. We just kind of welding around, seeing what works, throwing stuff up against the wall, hoping it sticks. <laughs> and um, a lot of us are lacking non-negotiables, and I think it's one of the um, most crucial pieces to, mm-hmm. to being healthy and to... To stick into it because you know, a lot of people lose weight. That's not the hard part. Mm -hmm. Losing weight is not the hard part. It sounds like it, and uh, please don't beat me up about this, but losing weight is actually the easiest part of the journey. Yeah, it's maintaining the the weight you've lost. And also, I I think having non negotiables and things you just simply don't do builds confidence. Because there's so many people who have lost weight and still they're still not confident. But when you start saying, "Oh, I don't do that. I don't do. I don't eat this." Confidence comes along with treating yourself right and setting that bar high and that expectation high for for others. That's right. 
That's you know, right. yes, if you know does. I'm coming over here. You better not talking about oh, I made uh, some 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 type of food that you don't eat. Like right. you're going to re- show respect for my lifestyle choice. That's right. You know, so like the term we used a, a while ago, being liquid. A yes. lot of people are too liquid. Too liquid. You just bend to the mold of any shape or form. That's right. Okay, like at my job, remember I told you, um, under the tent, some people came up. You know, to, like they got hot dogs and barbecue up under the tent. So me being a busybody, hop up <laughs> with a few people. We all go under the tent, and uh, they grab some hot dog stuff. You know, of course I knew there was nothing for me, but I just wanted to go. And uh, come to find out, there were sausages and everything, and they were pork. And so many people ate them, but they were talking about I don't normally eat pork, but it but it was free. So, and it's like, so what? Why would you? You don't have any non-negotiable. You don't. That, that's not a non-negotiable. It, you do, like you said, you do eat pork. Yeah. You do eat pork. You <laughs> just, you know. You eat free pork. You eat free pork. <laughs> right. Right? It's not right. that you don't eat. Like you say, if you don't drink, you don't say, well, because I was thirsty. I just took this a little drink of margarita. Or took, no, you don't drink. You don't. So don't, you won't bend to any mold if you have absolutely non-negotiable that's things right. you do. That's right. As well as you don't do. Because that's, that's right. important as well. Like, no, I do. Man, I thought about you the other day. I was over that overpass. Mm-hmm. And remember you told me that a homeless man was like, when I get $10, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to you to the other homeless man. Like, mm-hmm. my first $10, I got you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm at that same light. And, the, and he's just smiling and talking um, to the people that are at the light. Mm-hmm. And they were having a legitimate conversation. He's like, I'm 47 years old. You how old? I didn't even think you. Like, I realized that these people have, have built a rapport with this man. Mm-hmm. They literally, they, he knew their kids. Wow. They, everything. And they, at the whole, the whole, the light, they had a whole full on conversation. And I was like, wow, you really fail to get the full benefit of life by limiting yourself. I don't talk to bums. I don't, I don't, you know. And so I made a decision in that moment. Like, I'm going to open myself up and mm-hmm. be more available to the things that yes. I, I haven't been doing. And so that's becoming a non-negotiable to me. Yes. Like, this is what I'm going to do. No, I'm, okay, maybe I'll ask your store. Like that lady said, maybe I'm going to buy you a meal if you come with me. Right. If you walk with me. Right. You know what I mean? Just adding certain things that this is what you do. I don't know if you call that a non-negotiable. What do you call that? No, no, you're saying being more available for experiences and things that normally you wouldn't even think twice about. Right, because I was staring like he knows, they know each other. And, and this was him. a white family. Mm-hmm. And he was a black man. Mm-hmm. And he just was, oh, I would have never thought you, your, bir- your, your birthday this and my birthday is this. And they just had this good report. And I was like, wow, I'm, that just, you know, I, I would never. Right. You know, you walk around thinking you're this amazing person. Right. But there's so many things. And like I was telling you, there's certain negative aspects around people's unhealthy eating and lifestyle that I don't want to um, turn my nose up or get on my soapbox yes. anymore. Yes. Because someone can get on their soapbox about something that I'm doing. Easily. Oh, you, you drink. Oh, I don't, you know. Or, wow, you haven't given any money to any homeless people lately, have you? Mm-hmm. So... Who are you, because you're nailing this portion of, of your life, of your life mm-hmm. to judge another person. But back to non-negotiables, it's, it's important to have them because, sorry, it was important to have them because it helps you figure yourself out more. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. you're not just blowing waywardly in the wind yes. you, you you have a foundation and then you attract people with that same those same core values and you attra attract your tribe and and you have a conversation piece for those who want to know more about it i've met so many people just preparing my food somewhere mm -hmm. like what's that you know what i mean yes and so you i can actually talk to you about this because this is what i'm about right this is what i stand Let on these are the principles yeah this yeah. is the principles that i stand on absolutely but absolutely when you all over the place like you said when you're too liquid when you're too liquid Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a dangerous place to be. It really is. It's a dangerous your, place to be because you have to. There have to be some places where you just don't flow. I, no, not you, at all. I don't. I don't do that. I don't. I don't go that way. I'm not going to entertain it. It's not what I do. It's not what I want to do. Um, and I and I won't bend on this. Mm -hmm. You know, there's things, and it's it's interesting because we create non-negotiables for other people in our life. Like parents create non-negotiables for their children. Mm -hmm. You're going to do this. It's, mm -hmm. I'm the parent. This is this is what's going to happen, mm -hmm. right? But oftentimes, when it comes to ourselves, we lack that same discipline or authority. That's and, so true. And so, it's really important to have authority with yourself. Stop telling yourself yes for everything you want. Like people do not tell themselves no enough. And then so they, they we think we're allowed to give ourselves what we want, but we get mad at somebody else when they don't do what they say they're gonna do for us. But we mm -hmm. don't do what we say we're gonna do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Hey, you're a product of your environment. Right. You you, you mad because you around people who don't do what they say they're gonna do and you don't do what you say you're gonna do. Right, quick to return a product. Um this said that in <laughs> it didn't work right, you said it would. But when it comes to you work doing what you said you would do, it's okay and it's acceptable. And it's remember you had that client who didn't want to tell her husband that she signed up with you in case she failed. <laughs> she, you remember that she, she was because he was really into health and wellness. Mm -hmm. and he had been trying to get her to be into it too, and she and she contacted you and she told you right that he I, I don't want, I, he can't know because I want to surprise him or something like that. And, and you you was like nah. Because you don't want to know in case you just quietly creep out the back door right. and don't do you what giving you yourself for. room to fail. You giving yourself room to fail. Absolutely. Like if you're if you're gonna be willing to try something, and you have to be willing to fail publicly. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you should announce to the world, mm -hmm. but don't try and keep it so close to your chest that you almost block yourself from actually potentially getting more help or more no service. accountability. Right, because you don't want the accountability. You don't want to be uh to go public that's one of the things we do uh at professionally fit during the 12-week program like we have this thing called it's time to go public right mm -hmm. you have to start telling you know your story and sharing your journey because it can really really impact you and your future performance and then others mm -hmm. so creating those non-negotiables are usually is, is oftentimes the missing piece in your success in losing weight, your success in getting off medications, your success in having more energy. And so I really want you guys to decide in this upcoming week, you know, what non-negotiable are you going to create for yourself? Because yeah. I'm sure you have some. Right. Yeah, because the non-negotiable is the parent in your life. You don't have... If you're an adult, you don't have anyone that can boss you around and make you do something anymore. Right. Those days are long over. You are it. You are it. So you have to create that that accountability, that, you know, parent, that somebody who is going to say, you said you would do this, so you better do it. And that person is you. So non-negotiables are, they are a must in, in success to me. Yeah, I agree. And finally, let's touch really quickly on, because I know we're running out of time, but let's touch really quickly on body image. Because I know... 
um, we'll we'll have to bring this back, Jay. But I have a, a a client who's really struggling with this. You know, I've struggled with it. A lot of us have. A lot of us still are in many aspects. And the way the things that we'll go through for our body, or the things we'll go through, or the things we'll turn to, the things we'll try from pills to waist trainers to get our body to look a certain way Mm -hmm. regardless of the harmful effects or impact it may have Mm -hmm. on us Mm -hmm. physically mentally whatever emotionally um (laughs) a client recently told me that she went in the you know gnc and bought some fat burners Mm -hmm. she's like i bought some fat burners she was like she warned me before she told me right so you didn't like she's like okay i know what i'm about to say you gonna start lecturing me <laughs> shout out, shout out. So she's like, I know you're about to lecture me, but I just want to tell you, I went and I bought some fat burners. And I was like, What? I said, like, Did you read the ingredients? She was like, No, I grabbed my chest. I said, What? Yeah. She said, I just went in the store and told the men in GNC that I wanted a fat burner with no animal products. Wow. I said, Wow. I said, Did you take them? She said, No. She was like, I, I already know. She was like, so I'm going to take them back. Because I, <laughs> I, I didn't even say you anything. Did no work. Jay, I did no work, Jay. I did no work. Just her telling me made her feel <laughs> guilty and bad. I was like, she said, I paid $40 for them. She's like, I could have put that in my gas tank or something. I was like, or bought an extra session with me. I was like, I'm a fat burner. We died laughing. (laughs) We died. I said, I'm a fat. She was like, you are. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. So why would you spend money on, you know, I was like, you could have tipped me. You know, with that for, I'm like, I, I, that's a, we could have got an extra session in. And she's like, oh my God, you're right. I'm like, stop it. You know better. You know better. You had non-negotiables. You didn't put foreign substances like that in your body. Then. And she admitted flat out. She's like, I started scrolling on social media. I started looking at, you know, people who I felt like, you know, they were eating crap and weren't like doing the things I was trying to do. And so they body looked the way I want my body to look. So I went and bought fat burners and I reintroduced some stuff in my diet that I was, wasn't eating, that I hadn't eat, eaten for to years. You so careful with the people on social media. You have no absolute way of knowing. There's, there's. I mean, one day I read an article about all the people who died um, that was popular on social media from health and wellness from, um, you know, taking too much, too many um, workout supplements, supplements, um, taking like and and then I read the story under it. Like, you know, this person claimed to be such and such and such, but come to find out they were on um you know, steroids, blah, 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 died from a heart attack. So you have to be so, these people who claim they got a small waist, big butt, then had surgery, all these different things, flat tummy tea, they drinking flat tummy tea, but when in reality, they had a tummy tuck. You cannot try to emulate anyone, first of all, but you definitely should not try to emulate someone you don't even know their story. Yeah, you don't know their story. And uh, like, so for example, you know, um, that person on Instagram, Get Body by Jay. Mm Mm-hmm. K. Michelle. Mm-hmm. Both of them have recently had their butt injections removed. Their butt, 
stuff. Oh, really? Book. Yeah. And so now, now they're really public about it now, right? They're showing pictures and saying, you know, like K. Michelle was like, you know, I got the silicone removed on my butt. This is what it looks like. I'm healing. My butt is lopsided and fell on one side and all this stuff. They're going through because of these butt injections. Mm-hmm. This issue with body image, people are willing to nearly kill themselves. And who knows, quite honestly, what irreversible effects have taken place because of these foreign substances you're putting in your body so your body can look a certain way to other people. And you didn't even come up with this on your own. It's not like you looked in the mirror and said, I want my butt to be bigger. I'm a, I'm think, I've heard of, I've read about, you're literally looking at a picture of somebody else trying to be like them. Right. And they then probably looked at a picture and tried to be like them. Like, how far down the line are we going to try to be, uh, how we're we going to be influenced? And at the end, if you could get to the very end of all this thing, it's going to be one or two things. It's going to be someone who just wants to make a bunch of money or it's going to be somebody very insecure. Yes. You're not going to get to where all this foolish madness started and find a very secure person. Mm-hmm. You're or, not. Or, or invaluable life nugget. Right. No, you're not. <laughs> right. Agree. And so this whole uh, faux pas thing, fear of other people's opinions, is going too far, you know. And, and, and that's one of the things we need to create a non-negotiable around, quite mm-hmm. frankly, mm-hmm. you know, because it is really, really damaging to believe that you should do something that's potentially harmful to yourself in an effort to appear, appear a certain way. For someone else's acceptance, like, share, or retweet. And on top of that, I don't know one single person on this earth who looks good and and has the best body and the perfect face to 100% of the population. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to think they're unattractive and their body is too big. Or someone's going to think their body is too small, but it's too flat, but too big. There's no one shape or size is everyone's type. So why are you even trying? Just you do the best you can. If you want to emulate somebody on the internet, do a nice workout. Go to Julian Michaels' page. Right. Like, why y'all not emulating me? I'm showing pictures of my plants. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm showing workouts. Right. I'm I'm teaching you why dairy is bad for you. You know, doctors are doing health disparities. Why y'all not right. emulating? Positive affirmations. Come on. Right. Why y'all not emulating those things? We're trying our best over here, guys. So, absolutely you know so listen guys if you're in the market to get some genuine information that has not been um manipulated or filtered with a bunch of nonsense industry nonsense fake science then come on over to the black health academy the blackhealthacademy.com we're on-demand membership site so that means you go in you have access to master classes on diabetes obesity hypertension autoimmune diseases we upload new content every single wednesday we have on-demand workouts our personal trainer tiff she's so dope with the workouts we have plant-based nutrition from our chef chef brandy um she does highlights a new food every single month and shows you how to cook with it and all these phenomenal recipes we have an entire plant-based recipe guide i sit down with physicians our most recent masterclass last week that we uploaded with dr kim bradford is on oral health and it was so dope kim teaching us about how she can look at somebody's gums and tell whether or not they have diabetes it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier about how 
everything is connected. We need to be treating the whole person and not just the symptom. Um, so please join us over at the blackhealthacademy.com. We're building out our um, marketplace. We just got our first application for someone to sell products inside of the academy. So proud of that. We also are building out our black doctor database where if you have a black doctor that's super dope and we should all know about them, you can submit that um, and we'll, we're will we building out that database for you. Or if you need to find a black doctor, we'll have that avail available for you. So the Black Health Academy is evolving every single month and I'm super proud of it. So thank you guys for continuing to listen and to support. We have a lot of dope shows coming up. We're gonna introduce a new segment on our next show called Med Review, where Jay and I are going to go over the pros and cons of some of the most popular medications that you guys are out here taking. Everything from metformin to ibuprofen to Lexapril, all these statins, blood thinners, steroids. We're going to uh, start doing med reviews for you guys because you need to know what, what's going in your body. Um, and how that those things are going to impact you long term. So don't forget to go over to the blackhealthacademy.com forward slash podcast and apply for Comco Community Coaching if you want to uh, get coached live by me and Jay. We'll get you on a phone call here on the podcast and hopefully your issue or whatever you're going through can help a ton of other people. So let's do it together. Uh, Jay, any final words before we wrap up? Stay well, my friends. Oh, you just on yo. That's my line. Oh, stay well. Wait that's, a minute. You, that's one hundred percent my you line. You never babe. said stay well, my friends. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> now you're lying. Have non-negotiable, my good people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's delve into the pledge. As always, at the end of every episode, uh, Jay and I read the Black Health Academy pledge, which also is available on the website. And if you're already enrolled in the academy, you just click on podcast inside the academy. You can apply for Comco and you can also download the pledge. I, the, the Black, Black Health Academy, academy pledge to honor my mind and body with, with nourishment, movement, and intentional mindfulness. My health and that of my kin are among my highest priorities. I will control that which is within my control. I am the sole driver of what lays the foundation of my body, mind, soul, and spirit. I am determining that giving up is not an option. My destiny is my doing. My life depends on it. Until next time, take Stay care. Stay well. See, I told you you didn't say Oh, my God. You are so